This is episode 26 with Laura Spriu. You love it. You are great at it. The world needs it. You are paid for it. In this program, we go deep to get answers to essential questions and learn how to develop key skills to live a life that moves you. This is the Beyond the Surface podcast. My guest today, Lara Spriu, is an executive coach, consultant, and speaker who helps women find clarity and confidence by connecting with their strengths. In the past, Laura has led women's initiatives at a coaching firm in New York called Beck Global Consulting. She served as a Mexican delegate on issues of gender equality and education at a youth assembly of the United Nations. Then earlier in her career in Mexico, she's held different HR roles and run talent development initiatives for companies such as American Express, Danone, and Televisa. Laura's mission and purpose is to fight for a world where women and men can share a voice, where they complement each other. Which brings me to this episode, where I will ask Laura about popular concepts to find and gain more clarity in life, such as purpose, mission, goals, vision, and values. How do these all fit together? And what are some tactical ways we can implement these to live our full potential? Lara, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for uh, doing this interview with me. I really appreciate it. To get things started, uh, I guess, um, how do you uh, got started as an executive coach? W at what moment did you realize this is something that you wanted to do on your own and make it like your life's mission and purpose? You know, it has been a journey, to be honest with you. It's not something that you just realize one day, at least not for me. So I'm a psychologist, that's my background. So I have been always fascinated about the mind and about behavior and those kind of things. Uh, and because of that, I decided to pursue, you know, my career in psychology. But then I had the opportunity to work with companies. I went to more to the organizational psychology side. So I did a master's in human resources because I was also interested in learning more about business. And then, yeah, I started working for companies and while working there, I was very fascinated about understanding talent hmm. and high potentials. And I found out it's all about, it's not about having people that is high potential and people who is like low potential. It's more about understanding their strengths and how can you find roles for them, right? Mm -hmm. So... That's when I decided to pursue the world of coaching because coaching is all about helping others to connect with their best version. Mm -hmm. And when you connect with your best version, you are able to do something great. So you are not only good, you are great. And you are also enjoying the ride. And that was the journey. Then I had the opportunity to move to New York where I started working in a coaching startup And then I had the opportunity to do everything, right? Like I was doing business development. I was building con trainings, doing some research. Also, I was working with clients. So at that point, I was really in love of coaching people and all these concepts. And everything started then, there. Then when I was doing everything, I realized if I'm already doing this, let's just do my own thing. And that's kind of the story. Mm -hmm. Now, 
I wanna I want us to reflect back a little bit on all the exposure that you have when working with so many people and helping them, I guess, improve their lives. And one of the things that you really focus on is on helping people find clarity. But before we get to how do you find clarity and talking about all of that, is what do you think are the reasons why people have a hard time getting clear about what they want in life in the first place? Almost all my clients come to me because they want to find clarity. That's kind of the main reason. And I can tell you most most of the times, not always, of course, but most of, most of the times people already know what they want. Hmm. So we are not talking about that lack of clarity. We are talking about that fear to try something new. And that happens. So sometimes you really know what you want, but you think that it's impossible to achieve it. Or you are really afraid to go for it because it seems really big and really impossible. So you start thinking, mm, maybe not. What should I do? And then you lack you, you lack this clarity. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's all about really understanding what you want is achievable, but you need a plan, right? Mm-hmm. So again, sometimes it's not about lacking clarity. It's about fighting about that fear. You talk about that m- most of us, we already know what we want to do. It's just that we, we have the fear of pursuing that. What about those people who, I guess, they want to do more than one thing? And I, I think I had conversations with people uh, in the past uh, who are in the and in, in part of their life where they are like, I, I know what I want to do, but I also want to do this and I also want to do that. And that's basically the excuse of not pursuing any of those. It's not the fear, which could be, could, could, could be true, but it is in their heads the fact that, well, if I do this, I'm not going to be able to do the other two. Um how, how, what would you advise to someone in that situation? And that is also an important question because then you are talking about focus, yes. right? And that is important because when we want a lot of things and we don't even know where to start, there is when you... that That's why I'm always saying to my clients, finding clarity is all about finding your... Like, finding clarity is all about awareness, right? Mm-hmm. You cannot find that clarity if you don't work with some reflection first, like self-awareness. For instance, let's say strengths. Because when you realize and when you stop to think about your strengths, it's going to be easier for you to understand where you have to start. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what you do, if you focus in your strengths and your values, it's going to be powerful. Mm-hmm. So let's say if you have like five different paths and if you and if you don't know where to start, you have to first realize where can I add more value? Where can I create a bigger impact? And what is going to give me joy? Hmm. Right? And that answer is going to come with you, is going to come to you just if you have the answers about what are my strengths, my values, and my purpose. Do you know, for example, what are your top three values? Uh, honesty, loyalty, um, commitment. Okay. But I'm sure there is more, which I guess <clears throat> this would be a good segue with the idea of values, value statement. That is one of the tools that links to that, I, that concept, right? Value statement. Is that something that 
you've done for yourself, you do with your clients, or are you are clients supposed to just know what their top three values are and stick to that? More than value statement, I will say I always work with my clients in their with their personal brand because personal brand is all about connecting and aligning your values with your strengths and mm -hmm. your purpose. Right. Once you have that, you have a strong personal brand and you are able to transmit your value and you are also able to be focused on what really matters. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, all of this is a process. It's not something that you just realize in one hour or in one day. You have to work with all these concepts and all of this is like a journey. And then you break everything into small pieces and you decide where you need to start. But in order to do that, you need to go through that self-reflection, work with your self-awareness, be very aware about these concepts, and then you create a plan so you know where to start. Mm -hmm. Let's pause for a second because this is this is an interesting uh, part of the interview that I wanted to dig deeper is um, if, you, if you go online, uh, somebody is literally, how do I find more clarity in my life, right? Mm -hmm. you, you, you're going to bump into all these concepts like the vision, values, goals, yeah. purpose. How do all of these work together to get you to a better place? And uh, do you even need all of them, right? Because I, sometimes I bump into <clears throat> people saying, well, this is, you got to create your purpose and then you got to create your mission statement. And then a lot of people use those interchangeably. To the point that as, um, as somebody looking for answers without guidance <laughs> online, you end up thinking, am I supposed to create a, a purpose for my life or a mission statement? And are those different? Because uh, I think, you, you, uh, especially people who are really thinking about coming with an action plan for, for, for getting to a better place, they want to convert these things into tools, into something, a practice. Mm -hmm. It can be difficult at times when, when there is this confusion between finding your purpose, finding your passion. Uh, purpose is that something that is within your mission is the vision something that is within your mission mm -hmm. <laughs> or are mm -hmm. those separate and let me tell you mm -hmm. i mean a lot of people have different opinions about this and depending on who are you reading which work which book which author they are going to tell you different things exactly right but this is what i think and since i have been working on this i can tell you this okay Let's start with an important concept, mm -hmm. success. Okay. So for me, it's all about, you have to ask yourself, what success look like to me? Hmm. You know, what is your concept of success? What is your definition of success? Because what happens is we tend to, we tend to follow success in others' definitions. Like success is to have a corporate job. Success is to have a certain amount of money. Success is to be married and to have three kids at this point of my life. So that is where the problem starts. When you don't realize what is my own definition of success, everything starts losing that. Every, the, the lack of clarity starts to show up, right? That's why I'm saying you have first need to work with yourself with that self-reflection and define what is success for me once you have that answer you know for me success it's to dedicate my life to work on in a non-profit 
you know, organization. Or for me, success is to travel around the world. Or for me, success is whatever is that success for you. You start from there. Start with the end in mind. Exactly. And then you go through those concepts. So then for me, the most important part should be like working with your values. What matters to me in life? Hmm. Your values are like your North start. Hmm. Think about a lighthouse mm -hmm. and a boat. The boat needs the lighthouse as a point of reference hmm. into the dark night. Mm, I love that analogy. Yeah. So when you need direction in your life, when you need our point of reference, you go to your values. Like, what matters to me? So everything starts from there. Because if you work with your values, you will know what matters to me, so what do I need to pursue in life? And to give you an example, and talking about tools, how can you start finding those values? Mm -hmm. You're going to start thinking about some of the most memorable conflicts that you have had in your life. Hmm. Just think about that. Okay. Think about what really bothered you at that time. What crossed the line? What value did that violate? And chances are... Oh, I love this. Yeah, because chances are, if you remember the conflict, it's because it touched one of your key values. Oh, I love this. See? Yes. So... If you're listening to this, write this down. <laughs> <laughs> when you work through those concepts and when you go step by step, you start finding that clarity. I am super tactical. So I'm working on this. I think your exercise is beautiful. I think it's very effective. Um, Now, how many, how many values should I write that down? How, how many do you actually need? Because, I mean, you can go, go to Google and say, show me all the values, yes. <laughs> which is not a good approach. I tried, and I became overwhelmed. I, I want all of them. No, <laughs> it is. Good, right? No, actually, it's a good, uh, good exercise. But yours sounds better because it's like something that really hit you. But how many, how many of those instances, if, as, if somebody's looking to do this on their own and grab, grab a piece of paper and start thinking about the conflicts, how many is enough? I will say three to five. Three to five. Of course, that doesn't mean that you don't have more values. Of course, no. But what happens is you need to be able to describe yourself with just five or three words because mm -hmm. otherwise it's too general. Okay. And a specific is the name of the game when talking about clarity. Hmm. Okay. okay. Let's move now mm -hmm. to the purpose concept because I think this is also important when talking about uh, finding clarity in a very practical way. Mm -hmm. So what is purpose? Your purpose is your big picture in life, right? And when we talk about purpose, it could be scary because some people, clients are like, oh my goodness, I don't even know what is my purpose. What am I doing with my life? It's a deep question. It is a deep question. So for me, it's like, Just breathe because purpose, your purpose changes depending on the phase of the life you are living right now. Mm -hmm. So it's not about having one purpose and that's it. It's all about having different purpose depending again where are in your life right now. So for example, your purpose is your internal vision and what you would like to of what would you like to achieve. That is your purpose. And it is something so powerful. That once you identify it, mm -hmm. you cannot not do it. Mm. You know, it's like you feel it and you just need to do it. You need more of that. How do you identify yours? Yeah. So let me give you an exercise. Mm -hmm. 
it is important to visualize your preferred future and mm-hmm. really consider what you want to experience and accomplish in your life and mm-hmm. the impact that it will have on those around you. Mm-hmm. So for instance, a really good exercise to find your purpose. Have you heard about guided visualization activity? No. This is so powerful. Mm-hmm. So a guided visualization activity is when you close your eyes and just imagine yourself five or 10 years from now. Hmm. And it sounds very kind of maybe silly, but when you do it, it's mm-hmm. so deep and so powerful that you are sterilizing things that you didn't realize before. And you start even finding answers that you didn't have. So you close your eyes, you imagine yourself five or 10 years from now. And then, and this is important, it's really, really, really important that you feel the moment, that you really start to feel it and to see it. When I go through these visualizations with some clients, they even start saying like, smells like roses or it smells like chocolate or I see blue color. The, the color blue is so really so clear to me and they start really seeing colors and smelling things because the visualization is so powerful. So you see yourself in that moment and suddenly you realize this is it. I can feel it. Mm, Okay. And if you want to go through this exercise, there are plenty on internet. So my best advice is just find a partner. You can do this with your I don't know, your wife, your husband, your friend, your partner, and ask him to guide, just look on the internet for a guided visualization. And ask you the questions. And ask you those questions. And then the key piece is once you finish, document Mm. all your thoughts in a paper because that is important. Okay. Again, it sounds like a very silly exercise, but it's so powerful. And if you do it, you will be able to find some really good answers. Mm-hmm. And just to answer, how did I found mine? Um, again, it is a journey. It's not something that I just realized one day. I found my purpose because working with women, as you know, that is my audience. It's something that resonates with me because all my life I have been surrounded about powerful and strong women. Mm-hmm. But some of them, they didn't have the resources mm-hmm. or they didn't even know they could do better. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have the opportunity to go to school or they didn't even have the opportunity to speak up for themselves. Mm-hmm. So for me in my life, working with these women and just looking at, again, the women in my life and just seeing myself with all these opportunities and these resources, I just knew that I need to contribute to a world where women and men can share a voice. And it has been a journey, but it's something that when I started working with, it resonated with me and it felt like I cannot stop. So you feel it. Mm -hmm. But again, it's a journey. Got it. Now, what you explained to me, uh, purpose and vision, they are highly connected with each other. That It it is almost, uh, they morphed into one, uh, into this tool. Yes. This this documented vision that you created for yourself yes. for purpose and vision. Now, uh, let's let's talk about mission. Yes, and also let me yeah let's talk about mission, but let's also talk about vision because mm-hmm. purpose is like as I said your big picture. Mm-hmm. 
before working on your mission and your vision, you have to work on your purpose, finding your strengths and your values, and then mm-hmm. you can move on to finding your vision and your vision, your mission and yeah, your vision. So the main difference between uh-huh. mission and vision is mission focus on the present. Mm-hmm. Mission focus on the things that you are doing right now. How do you do it? And the vision piece is about focus on goals and aspirations. So mission is how, vision is where. And then I guess the part that I'm um, a little confused, and this goes back to some of the stuff um, that I read online, is I guess in your case, what would be the difference between purpose and vision? Since it seemed to me that the purpose was very similar to the vision. And we don't have to use all of them if you don't think they're necessary, right? Let me give you my example. Mm -hmm. My purpose in life right now is to contribute to have a world with more compassionate leaders Mm -hmm. activating their strengths and living their values. Okay. That is like kind of my purpose. Got it. And my vision is to have a world with more women economically and emotionally independent. Mm. See the difference? Okay. And the mission is how you're doing that. And the mission is I help women to boost their confidence by connecting with their strengths so they can achieve their bold goals. Hmm. I'm going to put all of this in the show notes so people can like see. So if you are missing this, don't, don't write notes, just listen. <laughs> so let me go through the concept right, right now. Mm-hmm. So mission, have you heard about Simon Sinek? The why? Yes. So it's pretty much about that. So Simon Sinek actually talks about these concepts because your why is your purpose. Mm. Right? Why are you doing this? Why this matters to you? And then he says, we need to talk now, after talking about why, about how. Mm -hmm. And then finally, what? So this is the mission, the what. So, for instance, let's think, let's think about the mission like focus in the present and describe what you do and how you do it. And for this, you have to answer, to answer sorry, the following questions. Mm-hmm. How do you do, how, what do you do? Mm-hmm. How do you do it? How do you, who do you do it for? Mm-hmm. What is your audience? What makes you different? And what is the benefit? Mm. So, those questions are going to be the answer to your mission. Mm, okay. But then talking about the vision, you have to answer the questions about where do you want to be? What is important to you? What are your expectations? And what kind of person or leader do you want to be? What is the impact you would like to make and the legacy that you would like to leave behind? Hmm. So for both mission and vision, you have to ask, you have to be able to to, to assess your current situation and to see what is working and what is not working. And let me give you a practical tool because okay. I know you like practical things. <laughs> Thank you. To start working with your uh, mission, ambition, and also this kind of clarity concept, which is fascinating. Okay. Have you ever heard about the wheel of life? No. Oh. Oh, the wheel of life. Yeah, yes. the wheel of life. Yes, from uh, Tony Robbins. I, that was my exposure to that. Yeah, I, I mean, Tony Robbins uses it, but I it's know. not like... It's a, it's a yes. very general so concept. So, yeah. what do you think the wheel of life can help you to find clarity? Uh, the gaps in different parts of your life. What else? Uh, like, specifically? Yeah, like... Like, relationships, what? health, finances. But But why... You ask me some questions. To, to, to feel more full, to feel like you're filling yeah. the tank. Yeah, but also to answer one of your questions before, you were asking me like, okay, this is great, uh-huh. but where, where should I start? 
how do I know where to start, where to focus? So the wheel of life will help you with this. Because if you go through this exercise, as you were telling, it's all about making sure that you are reflecting on all those important areas in your life. Mm -hmm. When you go through this exercise, the wheel of life will help you with your mission, Mm. with your vision, and also to focus in your priorities. What does that exercise look like? So it's a wheel of life. Uh-huh. So you know when you you when you are working with a le- wheel of life, you divide it like this wheel in different areas, everything in your life that matters to you. And there could be like your finances, your family, your career, mm-hmm. and so on, yeah. right? And then you rate them. Like what is your satisfaction? Your satisfaction right now with each of them. Like for example, in my career. I want to be a five, which is like a very high rate, but I'm really right now at one Hmm. because I don't even know. I'm in transition. Yeah. But in finance, I'm doing great because I don't know, I have a partner and he or she is supporting me. So my finances are okay. So maybe I have to start focusing on my career. Uh, There you go. See, so that is your priority. It's like a tool to bring awareness. It's like a tool to bring awareness, but it's also a tool to help you to focus on your priorities. Like what needs when it's more focus because it's the the low hanging fruit. Exactly. Where do you need to focus, right? Because maybe right now you have. Do you have an example? Like when you are confused about like I have four different projects, but I don't even know where to start. Do you have an example? So maybe it will be easier to show the audience. Uh, four projects. Well, talking about the wheel of life. No, or anything that you like. Do you have an example of someone who is confused or is lacking clarity because he or she has a lot of things going on, but she doesn't know where to start? I, for example, I, I struggle with... Uh, the idea of sometimes it's very it's hard to prioritize two things like family and and, and work. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to spend more time uh, working mm-hmm. if I want to create some if, if I want to be able to break through. Mm-hmm. But also I have the family. Mm-hmm. So at one point I was kind of in the middle of do I kind of just chill for now mm-hmm. while I am raising uh, one a new daughter and mm-hmm. now a second daughter. <laughs> uh, or do I just let my wife do it? And even if she's not happy with it, <laughs> maybe she'll be later after I break through, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is a common problem, right? Everybody at some point is struggling with this work-life balance. Exactly. But I always say it's not about time management. It's about energy management. So you have to think, what is working right now for me in my life? Mm-hmm. What is not working? Hmm. And you start from there. What am I able to compromise and what I'm not able to compromise? What are my non-negotiables? What I'm able to lose? What I may, what I don't want to lose? Mm. So if you start from there. Setting your parameters. Exactly. <laughs> and if you have that parameters, you can start from there. And then say like, okay, this is working right now in my life. This is not working. What? should I start doing and what do I need to stop doing that is not working Hmm. for me? How do you define or how do you tell when something is, you may think it's not working for you or maybe you haven't given enough 
chance? Like at what point you decide something is not working? Because I have a lot of people who are who who I know would listen to this and say, well, you know, I stopped doing this because it wasn't working for me. But if you go talk to JC, at some point you'll learn if uh, for those who are into podcasts, listen to the opera master class you 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 listen that for them a lot of it was not working for them for a while but they they kept doing it right so how do you help somebody not use that as excuse of failing after failing because they didn't give anything enough of a chance yes of course when i said what is not working for you right now is something that is not working for you in order to achieve that goal Mm. right not like in general you need to have like a goal in mind so for instance losing weight resonates with everybody right uh-huh. losing weight at some point losing weight yeah okay. losing weight and she wanted to lose weight because she was developing a really bad illness so uh-huh. she had to do it right so in this exercise let's say like what is working for you right now she was already doing exercise so that is something that so that is something that I need to continue doing because this is working for me mm. towards that goal but something that I have to stop doing because it's not working for me anymore in that case of losing weight it was like I have to stop going um, eating lunch outside my home every time Ooh, okay. because that doesn't allow me to have a healthy meal got it right so I have to stop doing that mm-hmm. and something that I need to start doing because I'm not doing it is like I have to start mm-hmm eating five times per day because right now I'm only like eating one time per day and it's like I'm eating a lot and Mm -hmm. it doesn't help my metabolism, Mm -hmm. right? So that is something that you have to start doing and something that I have to avoid because it could be like a something uh, that it could be hard for me in that sense I have to stop drinking a lot of alcohol because that is going to increase my my sugar levels. As you can see, when you have like a situation, you have to start this reflection like where um where I am right now, what is working, what is not working, what I need to start doing and what I need to stop doing. And when you create that list, it's going to be pretty clear what do you need to what do you need to start doing mm-hmm. see now there is all this exercise that, that through this uh, conversation that i'm thinking of that obviously they're all assessments self assessments and visualizations do you do your end do your clients when working with them end up with all these different notes do you recommend them to put them all together in a like one page sheet or something and how do you cuz um in my experience, having done this exercise in different uh, yes, parts yes. of my life, you can go do something that really brings more awareness to your life. You feel more whole, but later on you forget because yes. you, you haven't really you put it in a drawer and it disappears over time. Right? Yes. How, what? How do you implement this tool? How do you? I, I, I guess have them top of mind. Yes. The result of this work. Yes. Um, I always recommend to have like it doesn't matter if it's like a really nice uh, notebook or maybe if you have an Excel sheet or a worksheet, Mm -hmm. you can always write these concepts. So you start creating your own kind of, not personal statement, but personal brand, as I said. 
and you work in your mission and your vision and your goals and everything. So if you can create a file hmm. where you start capturing these notes, because again, it's a journey. It's not something that you are going to answer in one day. But if you have like a folder, again, in your computer, or maybe if you have a really nice notebook and you start working in these concepts, you have everything in one place and you can go and read them again every time that you want and start adding more information. So I totally recommend you to have a file or a book or a notebook where you capture those notes and you go back there every time you have something to add or, you know, a new concept. How often do you revisit these? I guess now we're packaging all of these yes. concepts into the personal brand, right? Of course. It's like a personal brand, a, let's say, summary for someone who wants to put everything together with the values, the, the purpose, the mission, yes. the goals. How often do you revisit this? I mean, it depends. If you are starting to do this process, I will say almost every week because you are starting to find out what is your what is your mission, what is your vision, what is your purpose. Mm -hmm. But if you already have it, you just have to revisit that every month, maybe mm -hmm. just to make sure that everything is aligned or if you want to change something. Love it. But not like once per year because this is a work in progress again we are a work in progress and let me just give you another mm -hmm. exercise because i think this is very valuable so let me ask you first do you know the difference between strengths and skills strengths and skills <clears throat> no i would think they're very similar like skills is something that i i'm really good at and strengths strengths is something that i'm good at <laughs> So there is no difference. Not for me at this point, but I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But you are right. Both of them is something that you are really good at. But here is the key uh -huh. thing. Usually, we tend to focus on skills rather than in strengths. And frustration True. starts in there. Hmm. Because when we focus on our strengths rather than in our skills, we start enjoying life and we start living our purpose. So, but what is still the difference between? So the difference is strengths is something that you are really good at, but at the same time, it's something that you really enjoy doing it. Mm. And skills, it's something that you are really good at, but you don't necessarily enjoy doing it. So for example, I have a client and he is a great cook in the kitchen, mixing flavors and putting really beautiful place together but he doesn't enjoy doing this mm. but it's a really good skill Got it. but he just he doesn't enjoy it so when he realized what he really enjoyed is the creativity of putting and of mixing different ingredients and just the creativity of creating new plates and putting everything together, he, he realized his strength was the creativity piece. So now he is working in, a, you know, in creating different pieces of art and he's selling it and he is so happy and he's more successful. Mm -hmm. So that is an example. So when finding clarity, for me, a piece of advice that I want to give, not only to you, but mm -hmm. all the people yeah. who is uh -huh. listening to us right now, is find your strengths. Everything starts from there. So if you're able to think about your strengths, you are going to be successful because you are not only focusing in what you are really good at, but you are also focusing in what gives you joy in life. Mm -hmm. And how do you find your strengths? You can start asking yourself these questions like, what is what gives me energy? Like in the activities that you do, 
every day, what really gives you energy? What can you just keep doing? What lights you up? Yeah. And also, what can you keep doing without even tracking the amount of time? Mm. Or what can you do even if they don't pay you? Mm -hmm. Right? If you start thinking about those questions and finding those answers, you are going to start connecting and finding your strengths. And then another nice way of finding your strengths is to ask for feedback. So if you go and it is really important to ask people that really know you because, mm -hmm. I mean, they really need to know you. Yep. <clears throat> so, for example, you can ask, hey, so what do you usually come, like when you need something and you come to me, what do you come to me? What I'm really good at? What mm. do you think that I'm really good at? Or you can always ask, like, how Can you define me in one word? Uh -huh. That is so powerful because usually people tend to describe you in what you are really good at, what you transmit to them. So that is so powerful. So once you go through this exercise about finding your own strengths, answering to those questions like what I really enjoy doing in my day to day, what are the activities that give me more joy? And once you ask for that feedback and you start finding those Um, connections across responses, you start finding your answers. And then when you connect your strengths with your values, there you have a really nice foundation to start finding your clarity and your purpose. I want to tell you something that really caught my attention is you use the word strength yeah. for something that I usually hear with the word passion, mm. finding your passion or, or finding... but. Passion seems harder to digest than strength. And I don't know if that you do that on purpose or if you do have a difference for those two. And again, depending who you read, they are going to give you different answers. But for me, I really like to use the strengths and talents like the same thing. But passion and strength is Sorry, talent. Thing. Yeah, passion and strength. Yeah, for me, it is the same thing. But you use strength and I love it. I use strength because as you were saying, when you use passion, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what is my passion. It's, it's like purpose. Hardcore. It's too deep and it's too like, oh my gosh, I'm confusing. But strength is like something that you are really good. Yeah. It's simple, it's practical yeah. and it's easy to To answer, right? And let me tell you something else. Um, a really nice exercise also to go to 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 go through this exercise is once you have your strengths, and again, I recommend you to choose three to five mm -hmm. always. Just go through the exercise to define each word. Because again, you can say, I'm I don't know, flexibility. That is an strength. What does flexibility mean to you? Because maybe it's not the same way that you describe flexibility that someone else is going to describe flexibility. Got it. So it's really important <clears throat> that you go to the exercise to define each word mm -hmm. in your own words. Mm. That is important. Okay. Because while doing this exercise, you are going to find out that maybe you are defining flexibility at something that maybe is adaptability or maybe it's something else. Okay. And this is a really nice exercise for you to start finding and being specific about your strengths. Okay. Okay. Wow, this is this has been really great. You're very generous. As you guys can tell, she's not holding back on sharing what she knows. <laughs> and I, I just love it. There is, She's getting very straight to the point and I like it. Um, as we get to wrap up, Laura, um, yeah, Uh, there is this section I call the high work section, and it's okay. just kind of to learn more about to learn more about you. So starting with, what's your morning routine like? 
hmm, you know, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, I go to yoga. That is the first thing that I do uh-huh. to start my life with. I love hot yoga. Uh-huh. So then I go home, I take a shower, and I go through my to-do list. Mm-hmm. Having a to-do list is very important because that focus, it is important for you, even in a day-to-day. So you know where are your priorities, so I know what I need to do, and I go to my calendar to see my appointments and I plan my day. Okay. And yeah. One word that best describes how you work. Passion. Okay. Current computer. Mac. Current mobile device? iPhone. <laughs> Apps, software tools, or even old school tools you can live without? Books, my Kindle. Okay. Um, and my meditation. Meditation. Yes. All right. Uh, what everyday thing are you better at than everyone else? Creating deep connections. All right. All right. What's your workspace setup like? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm a little bit disorganized, but I'm trying to work on that. Um, it's like a desk with flowers okay. and pictures and colors because I love nature and colors. Okay. But you, you, you work better in a not as neat environment or? I don't like routine, honestly. Uh-huh. So I just love to work in different places every day. Perfect. Coffee shops, libraries. Okay. What's your best time-saving life hack? Create a to-do list. Okay. And uh, what's your favorite to-do list manager? Do you just write it in a notebook? Do you have my use o- an app? my iPhone your notes? IPhone. Simple. Okay. <laughs> and my calendar. And your calendar. What do you listen to while at work, or do you even listen to anything while you work? Music sometimes. So yeah. What do you like to listen to when you work? Oh my gosh, I love music. I can just listen to jazz uh-huh. or to some kind of Mexican music, mm-hmm. Mexican songs. Uh, I'm an old soul, so I love like all old, old songs. Mm-hmm. Whatever works for me. What are you currently reading? What am I currently? Or listening to. Yes, there is an amazing book that it's called Think Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. He Mm -hmm. just, he won the Nobel Prize in 2012. Mm -hmm. And it's an amazing book that talks to you about the gut feeling, intuition, Mm -hmm. and how our mind works. What's the name? Think Fast and Slow? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, What's your sleep routine like? I end the day watching some really... Uh, we, my husband and I, we love series. So we end our day watching an interesting series. And then we just, you know, I just wash my face, put on some pajamas and just go to sleep. <laughs> what time do you usually go to sleep? 11, 11.30. Okay. Uh, what do you, do you do when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused? I just take a break. Just Take a five minutes break, just have a cup of tea or go for a walk or just talk with a friend just to disconnect and, you know, to relax. Hmm. Uh, in the last three years, what have you become better at saying no to? Oh, that's a good one. You know, I had problems saying no to friends or people that I really care about or to clients who really need me. But in the last two years, I have been learning to say no because self-care is also important. So I have to say yes to me before saying yes to someone else. Hmm. 
Best advice you've ever received. Life is about a strategy, so make sure you always have a plan and balance in your life. Ooh, you're pretty good at this. <laughs> What's something that most people don't know about you? Huh, that's a really good one. That I can be very tough. Hmm, okay. Now, before we get to the last question, wrap up, and this is a surprise, the surprise question. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm prepared, but... <laughs> Nobody is. And I, I just, I love it to see people's reactions to it. Where can people find you online and learn more about you and maybe work with you? Where can I, they find where, Yeah, where can me? they find you online, learn more about you? Oh, yes. I have a website. Mm -hmm. So Consulting. Okay. You can find me there. I also have a program that it's called There With Grace to help women to find clarity and boost their confidence and connect with their strengths. And they can find me also on LinkedIn by Laura Spriu, L-A-U-R-A. Mm -hmm. And then my last name is Priu, E like elephant, S like Susan, P like Peter, R-I-U. Or mm -hmm. you can also find me on Facebook under Laura Spriu Coaching and Consulting. That's okay. my And I'll put all of those yes. in, the, in the show notes to make it easier for people. Um, okay. With that, the last question is, and you can take your time for this one. Okay. If today was your last day on earth... And everything you've created was all to disappear, your programs, your clients. But you could leave your loved ones and the world behind with three truths about life. What would those be? Oh, this is a very deep question. Okay, so I would say first, make sure to get as many experiences as you can experience anything like great food activities travel just experience as much as you can the second one will be don't worry too much it's not such a big deal it never is and the third one it will be just do it even with fear just do it even in fear do it all right i love it so Get as many experiences as you can. Don't worry too much. And just do it even with fear. Hey, thank you so much, Laura. This has been amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And that was my interview with Laura Espriu. A couple of quick announcements before you leave. For reference, you can access these episode's notes alongside other resources at bit.ly slash BTS EP026. Again, that's bit.ly slash BTS EP026. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can just click on the button that says uh, episode website page or something like that. There is a button there for you to you can click. Finally, if you enjoy listening to this interview, the best way to support this podcast is by leaving a review on iTunes. Thank you for tuning in. And remember to live a life that moves you. <laughs>